Welcome to this week's bonus interview on the Pros of Rest podcast. I'm your host, Asherita Chuchu, and today we're talking with my friend, Val Marie Warner. You might know her from the company Val Marie Paper. She and her team create beautiful prayer journals that I have used uh, to become more consistent in my own prayer life, specifically in praying for other people. Um, Val has such a heart for prayer, but also in her most recent book on prayer, she shares about some of her struggles with anxiety. And for that reason, I wanted her to come on our podcast this fall season and talk with us about what it looks like to be honest with God about that anxiety and how God meets us in that place. So I am so excited. Let's jump right in. So I have a twin sister and I have a husband and I have a mom who none of them struggle with anxiety or profound like worry. Like that's not their struggle. They, they might struggle with other things, but I am the worrier that they all know. I'm the one who's always asking for prayer, who, you know, freaks out when something happens. And I have felt that my anxiety looks like a weakness or like something that shows a maturity of faith. It's just kind of a frustration that I can feel that like, man, why am I the only one who struggles with this particular thing? Um, in my like, you know, close circle of like people that I like constantly go to. Um, so I don't know if that, that answers the question, but that is the feeling that has been the struggle, uh, like a how that has been compounded a feeling like that. And I feel like the Lord has really shown me a lot about, um, you know, like what, what anxiety is and that it's not, you know, I've heard it said like anxiety is like a temporary atheism. It's like, we're forgetting God in our life. And I think that that can be true. Like we are, we are temporarily forgetting that, but I think having those moments just reveals that we're human. It doesn't reveal that like we feel that way all the time. It's just those momentary things. And I think for some of us, it happens more than others. And, um, I know in a typical, my typical um, journey of anxiety, it has not been this intense um, like as this year. So it's been harder to find little breaks and find like strong moments where um, you can kind of just squash the anxiety for a couple of months. You can kind of just move on. Um, this this year has felt in like just intense warfare in this particular area because the enemy knows that he can get me with these things. Um, so I don't know if that makes sense, but I, I, I do feel like I have felt lots of victory in my anxiety, um, in situations, but I feel like this year has just been very different. The heavy battle. I am grateful that like through it all, the Lord has been so faithful and I have become so dependent on him. Like if I look back over the years and how I've grown, like it is a moment by moment dependence on him. And I was just reading my prayer journal from last year and even from a year ago, the the depth of my prayers and my dependence on him has changed so radically. So um, as much as I don't love the anxiety, I do know that it's made me super dependent on him for everything in my day, not just um, in those anxious moments. For me, I wouldn't have said I was an anxious person. In fact, someone asked me point blank like two years ago, have you ever had a panic attack? And I was like, no. Can you explain to me what that is? Because it's foreign to me. 
And um, at the beginning of the lockdown, um, I think maybe three weeks into it, we had all, like, I hadn't left the house in three weeks and there was so much uncertainty with what was going on and the kids needed to be fed yet again. And there were so many dishes in the sink and I had some deadlines at work and it was just one thing piling on top of another. And I remember like leaning into the kitchen sink and feeling my heart racing. And I like broke out in a, in a cold sweat and everything was, it was like tunnel vision. And I was like, what is happening to me right now? <laughs> uh, it was so frightening because it felt like my body was trying to process things and catch up with my brain in, in a way that it, I, have you had this experience? Um, yes, I, I should have actually mentioned, I, I have had a panic attack before and the feeling I was waking up in the middle of the night with that rushed feeling and you can't see because you're you're breathing so heavily your your vision is impaired because of the the breath is not getting to your eyes so which is scary also but i remember feeling like i was going to die and we called an ambulance they came my mom prayed for me she lived a few doors down so she like got our call in the middle of the night and she was going to stay with my daughter while we went to in the ambulance and it subsided as the emergency responders walked through the door and they were like, I think it was a panic attack. And I was very much like, there's no way like that was so real and so physical. There's no way that was just caused by anxiety. And, um, I looked it up the next day, like the, the you know, symptoms of that. And it was very much that, <laughs> hmm. but it, it is crazy just how you feel that so physically, you know? Yeah. So obviously those are like some more extreme yeah. um, manifestations of anxiety or, or a panic attack. Mm -hmm. Tell me what does, I mean, you said you've been dealing with this intensely yeah. for the past nine months. What does like the daily yeah. humdrum of anxiety look like in day-to-day -day life? For me, it's been um, like a lot of like a low-level dread. Like you, you almost can't even name what you're feeling. You just feel like there's something that's uneasy um, it also, it looks like just being really distracted when I'm with my girls and, um, you feel like David in that, you know, truth, you know what you believe. Um, but your brain is struggling to remember that. So it, it feels like what I've said is like this year has felt like a constant battle for my mind and continually, like I'm weary from having to keep taking thoughts captive, you know, like, you just feel like, okay, oh, would today just be a little bit easier and that I don't have to just have all these thoughts that just keep creeping up. So um, that's what it's felt like this year. And it again, it's like you you can know the truth in your head or your heart. You could know God is real. God is um, with you. But those thoughts just creep in so often and they just need to be um, taken captive. And that's a recurring theme that I've been hearing in in recording these interviews for the season of praying through hard emotions is that none of us would voluntarily like raise our hands and be like, yes, God, I will sign up for <laughs> wrestling with this hard emotion. Um, and and it's different for different people. Like there's some of us whose default emotion is anger, um, and and that is just kind of humming beneath the mm -hmm. surface all the time. 
Um, there are some who really wrestle with feeling judgmental and they don't want to, but that's just the, the, the default emotion of their hearts. Um, and I think you're right. There's a lot of shame in admitting, I think being truthful with ourselves first of like, yes, this is something, um, that is a struggle for me. This is something that comes up repeatedly and it feels like a weakness. It feels like I should be over this already. (laughs) I should have already conquered this. Why am I still struggling with this? Um, And yet in all the interviews I've done so far for this fall season, it's the same recurring motif, which is in this weakness, God has shown his strength. Um, And we know that's biblical, but it, it takes us actually walking through it ourselves to experience that power of God at work in our lives. So Val, I'm wondering when did you realize that you need to deal with this anxiety in a proactive way? Yeah, I think um, I think when you see the effects of it, when you when for me, like I actually reading in my journal today, I thanked God for how physical I responded to things. So, like for me, if I feel I will I will feel the anxiety so intense that I have physical symptoms or. I have a knot in my stomach. I have ulcers or different things that will physically let me know this is too much for me to handle. I need to I need to go to God with this. God is strong in that weakness, but it doesn't mean the weakness goes away. I might still struggle with that anxiety, but I'm filled with moments where God has made me strong in them. Um, so it doesn't just mean one day I'm just going to wake up and not feel that ever. You know, like the... I, I do believe that God will mm-hmm. transform us and those things will have... Um, they will happen less often. They'll be less intense, you know, like they, it will change. Um, but I do think that it's just such a good reminder that like God is making me strong in this. It's not, I'm becoming strong in this. I love that differentiation because, um, one of them is a self-help message, right? Like you can, you can overcome this. You can, it's mind over matter. Like this, you won't have to struggle with this forever. And, and the other mindset shift is no, even if I have to walk with this the rest of my days, uh, my eyes are fixed on Jesus. He is the one who can help me through this because he has overcome and, and he is my strength. (laughs) Um, it's, it sounds like a simple shift, but I've experienced that in my own life that when I take my gaze off of myself and, and trying to just self improve, (laughs) uh, or trying to like pull myself together, um, and instead just, oh, just throw myself on God's mercy, um, and, and do what we talked about earlier this week in, in the prayer episode, uh, which is we, we rest in God's loving presence when we're dealing with anxiety, that that is where the source of our strength comes from. Who has walked with you and alongside you through this, this journey of, um, being honest that yes, this is a struggle. This is something that maybe other people don't deal with the same way I do. Um, but also coming to the realization of God is my strength in this and through him, um, I will overcome in the end. Yeah. So lots of people, I'll start there. Um, even like, I know, I have asked for a lot of prayer this year. You have been one person that has prayed for me and um, helped me through 
a really hard week that I felt like I could feel that prayer almost instantaneously and see the Lord work through that. Um, my husband has been super supportive, even though he does not understand. He doesn't understand it. And I have often recently just felt like, you know, this is a terrible thought, but I'm just like, I wish he could experience this so that he could understand. Um, but anyway, all that to say, like if you have people in your life who don't understand, like that is totally normal. And, um, I pray that they have somebody in their life who maybe doesn't understand the circumstances, but is willing to walk with you through it. Cause I know my husband's been that for me. Um, but also my mentor, um, that I have at church, she actually is a counselor. So, um, we've met together just like in a mentor capacity, but about a month or two ago, we've started to meet together through like, as like a a full on counseling session, um, to kind of help me work through this because, um, I know you were asking like, when did you know you needed to like really deal with this? And, you know, like I have gone through the, the foundational steps of like scripture and prayer and doing all this. But, um, I feel like this year the Lord's just been like, you, you, we really need to like work through some things. Um, you know, like beliefs that you have about this and with a professional Christian counselor who can kind of walk you through this. And I'm glad you bring that up because I think part of why these emotions we're talking about this fall are hard is because there can be so much shame wrapped up around them. Like good Christian people shouldn't struggle with this, <laughs> whatever this emotion is. And, and in this case, anxiety, um, I was talking to my own counselor recently about this. He was preparing a sermon to share with his congregation about worry. And he said, as he was researching just kind of the typical approach to anxiety in sermons, it, it tends to be a like three-step process. Mm -hmm. Like, um, so you're, you're worried, you're anxious. God tells us not to worry or, or be anxious. And so here's how we overcome it and problem solved and you can move on with your happy life. And he was saying that um, those approaches fail to take in consideration that this is a real human experience that is not just a one and done thing. <laughs> like we walk through worries on a daily basis, and some of us um, in in more extreme um, and and heavy ways than others. And yet the invitation is the same. It's when you are dealing with this worry, come to me. That The invitation is open to come to Jesus. And, and this is a verse that I have clung to this, this whole 18 months um, since my first brush with, with a panic attack at the beginning of the lockdown, which is come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. That's that's Jesus's offer, and it's not like waving a magic wand, and all of a sudden you you won't have reasons to worry. Uh, like you said, it's not something that just goes away, but rather that He fills us with His presence and with His peace and with His rest, and we get more of Jesus in the hard. I 
really wanted to ask you one more question and I feel like we're running out of time. So um, we're going to record, we're going to come back to it and record this to share with our Patreon prayer partners as an exclusive segment. Um, I'll give you more information at the end of this interview on where you can go and listen to that. Um, Val, I would love to hear because some of our listeners who are listening to this right now aren't personally dealing with anxiety mm-hmm. on a daily basis. And so this whole conversation has been like, I had no idea that people live like this. Yeah. Or maybe like your husband, they're married to someone who who deals with a lot of anxiety, um, even though they don't personally. So I would love to hear your thoughts on um, what you would say to those whose loved ones are struggling with anxiety in, in a maybe even a crippling way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's going to be our exclusive segment for our yeah. Patreon prayer partner community. Um, I'll link to that and where you can go listen to that. But before we go, Val, would you pray for our listeners right now, for those who just feel the weight of secretly caring this burden of anxiety, maybe they feel ashamed that they're dealing with this, or they feel like they, they should already be over this. Um, and they want the peace and the rest of Jesus in their lives. I'd love for you to just pray over them as we close. Yeah. And you know what? Um, if it's okay, I was thinking I might get to pray and I have a prayer in my book, springboard prayers for whenever I feel anxious. So I feel like Instead of coming up with words right now, I want to give you what I've written for myself and for others um, for this. Father, I can feel it manifesting so physically in my body. This anxiety takes over in a rapidly beating heart, tingly feelings, and a spinning head. I feel sweaty and scattered, like I can't calm myself down. I don't like feeling out of control. And the truth is, this state is a simple reminder that I am never in control. You are, Lord, and I desperately need you. You are my fortress and refuge, and right now I just long to curl up in the shadow of your wings. I'm a chronic multitasker, and though I read all the verses on worry, I still find myself sneaking in thoughts of worry on the side. Remove them far from me, and let it be true that my mind is steadfast on you, Slow my breathing, calm my insides, help me to put my trust in you and not my own understanding. I trust that you are good and capable of removing what's causing this anxiety. And if you don't, I trust that there's a purpose for it and I beg you to use it fully for your glory and to transform me through it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, friend, if you listen to this episode, and you feel that burden, you feel the shame of wrestling with anxiety alone, and you want the peace and the rest and the joy that come from bringing this to Jesus, then I encourage you to go and listen to this week's prayer episode. You'll find it in your podcast player, wherever you listen to podcasts. It's the episode entitled Anxiety praying through anxiety. And in just 10 minutes, I'll guide you through uh, a prayer based on scripture that helps us recite God's goodness, express our neediness, seek his stillness, and trust his faithfulness.
it will be the best 10 minutes you spend today because you'll have spent them with Jesus. So I hope you go back and listen to that episode. You can find out more about our guest today, Val, um, on her website at valmariepaper.com, as well as Instagram by that same handle. And if you want a copy of her prayer on anxiety, you can find that in her book, Springboard Prayers. Um, She also shares more about her journey of growing into a life of prayer in her book, called Prayer, which actually released just a week and a half ago, and I had the privilege of reading an early copy, and I wholeheartedly endorse it. I think it's a beautiful story of growing in prayer, but then also practical strategies that Val shares and outlines in her book on how to um, overcome some of the obstacles sometimes that we face in having a thriving prayer life. So you can find that and her prayer journals all on valmariepaper.com. And we did record that extra segment that I mentioned in our interview. We actually talked about a lot more than just coming alongside a loved one who is walking through anxiety. Uh, We also talked about how to parent children who are dealing with this and what Val has learned from her own journey and how she adapts her parenting based on what she's learned in her own life experience. And we also talk about some really practical steps that Val uses when she has um, a, a moment of overwhelming anxiety. She gets super practical for us. And so you'll want to go and listen to that extra segment that's in our Patreon prayer partner community. If you're not yet a member, go to prayers of rest dot com backslash patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n and you can sign up for as little as three dollars a month all of that financial support helps make this podcast possible so thank you a big shout out to our prayer partners the prayers of rest podcast is a production of one thing alone ministries helping you enjoy jesus through creative spiritual habits A big thanks to Angie Elkins for her editing assistance on this episode and Kendra Stanton for her scheduling and producing help for this show. And thank you for joining us here today. Until we meet again, may you find rest in God's loving presence.